terrors of tripping on pump. Be there! Scour the spaceways! Explore vast alien worlds! This tin right here contains the whole rigmarole. I used to smoke about an ounce of hash every day. Good. And it made me go a little bonkers. Maybe. If I occupy his mind with more duties, I can control his space. Hi. Big fat Hi. doobies. Hi. Hi. Hi, hi, hi. What's up, everybody? Today is Saturday, May 7th, 2016. It's episode 178 of the Hotbox. I'm Matt, hotboxpodcast.com, as always. Today, we got a great show for you. We got Brie Whitehead, the girl that brought you the amazing site, Stone Girls, and of course, the Naked Weed Report. Brie, how's it going? Welcome to Hotbox. Hi, guys. How are you? Um, I'm excited to be here. It's going to be fun. It's good to have you. So, uh, let's start at the beginning for those that may not know. Uh, what is. Just real quick, Naked Weed Report. Uh, Naked Weed Report is exactly like it sounds. It's a (laughs) girl that just walks out. She starts talking about weed news and she gets naked. And by the end of it, you've learned a little bit about cannabis and you've seen a hot girl. Then the next girl comes out. It's usually about three to five minutes long. Um, They're hosted on Vimeo and they're available at NakedWeedReport.com. That's that's pretty cool. It's like, uh, how can we get your attention to listen to some interesting news that you probably care about? Because you probably smoke weed if you're searching for naked things on the internet. Right. And uh, yeah, they they actually I I watched it because uh, I'm gonna be honest, I was a little skeptical for at first. Only for research. Yeah, I, I was a little skeptical. I was like, <laughs> are they really like? Are they just saying like nonsense, or is this? Are they actually doing like a weed report? And I was actually impressed. They are they're right on with like what they're reporting and. The nonchalance of it is pretty it, awesome. Like, if you've never seen it before, that was kind of my first time seeing it. And they're just like, duh, and here's what's going on. And, like, doesn't even skip a beat. And just, oh, and the bra's off. And, well, there go the panties. Mm-hmm. And now you just learned something uh, about weed. Or or laughed at a funny tweet, yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the, the girls are, you know what? Those girls are freaking talented. They... One, they're beautiful. Two, like beyond being beautiful, they have to they have to take off their clothes while like reading a teleprompter and looking cute doing it. And like I've tried to do it before, and I feel like I'm a smart person, and I have they have I think like, I have nothing on them. I couldn't do it. For it's second, it's so. hard to do, and I I don't know about getting uh, naked, but like trying to do reports i used to do an android phone like report and they were always on me about like you can't be reading like you have to look at the camera and actually it's it's hard to do <laughs> like i couldn't imagine yeah. trying to do that and keep my shit together and then like take my clothes off yeah right like i mean the, the pure skill pure skill so do you do you yourself still do it or you did a couple or what what happened I am flattered, but no, I have yet to do any. Um, nice. I always tell my team if I ever lose 15 to 30 more pounds, maybe 40. Oh, yeah. And they'll, they'll jump in. <laughs> right. So you just, these were your your ideas, and then you got a team together to, like, make it happen? Or how, like, what's the process of, of bringing these things to life? So I... We created um, Stone Media Group, which back in the day was just Stone Girls and Naked Weed Report. Um, when we created uh, I have an investor who we had met. We had worked on another project together, and then um, 
I'd say he wanted to be in the campus space, he wanted to be in the marketing, he wanted to be in like a bunch of different spaces, and he also has a background in porn. And so it just kept like every time we would talk, every time that we would even think of like start a brainstorm or anything, that was just always the, the concept. So we hit with those, we did really, really well. We were really excited about everything that happened with them. And so we launched um, Stone 2 High Finance Report and um, Stone Insider recently. And then after we were done with those, we brought, we've got a couple of other things up our sleeves now. But Stone Media Group just became kind of easy to collectively follow in the line. Right. That's cool. It, it's, I mean, like I, I read a couple interviews that you did, and it, it's, like you said, not every, I mean, it's not the first person to come along and put like a naked girl on something like that's been around for no we're not innovators we just did it with weed we do it better than you know <laughs> some of the other people that are doing it <laughs> and they are they're really put together well like you have your whole intro cut scene and then like they come out and like it looks like a legit set like it's it's done really well thank you it is a legit set actually we have a we have a really awesome um recording uh facility in we usually do it in Las Vegas because we have a bunch of partnerships down out there. And now oh, we do it in Vegas and Charlotte. And now we're going to add LA to our shoot schedule this year. So I am those uh, watching live here. You guys can check it out. Here's uh, what the site looks like. If you haven't seen it, you should definitely go take a look. Stonegirls.com. And so you do have, like, the picture galleries and everything that, like, a normal porn site would have, but then you have a bunch of this weed-related stuff that, like, you can actually read and learn stuff. So it's not just porn. It's, like, porn, but you're learning. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, we have, yeah, we have a lot of written, original written content. We, uh, we provide original written content to like partner websites like, uh, elite daily is one that we offer uh, content on. Um, yeah. So there's, I mean, our written content is, uh, we try and call ourselves the, the, the playboy of weed until playboy stopped, um, getting naked and they got right. porn. So. But <laughs> You can you can stay for the articles. It's cool too. What else are you guys? You I, I I noticed in one of the interviews you you almost have like a tone that like you you do a lot of different brands and so now it seems like you're trying to focus on the the Stone Media and you know Stone Girls Naked Weed Report. But you it almost and maybe I'm just reading into it, but it almost sounded like you had something, but then you were like ah, but I gotta focus on this. But what, like, what are you, what are, what are you planning on next? Like, what's your next move besides growing this stuff? Um, like me personally or the group? Well, Should like be... you and the group. I mean, what are you doing personally? Yeah, it's definitely, <laughs> their futures are a lot. Um, we are, we're working on launching um, Stone This Morning, which is a brand that I'm kind of passionate about because I've been, it's been in my back pocket since like right around when I launched Stone Girls. Mm. Um, it's going to be basically me and my team. And I think this is why I care about it like, as much as I do. But me and my team getting high on Monday mornings and then talking about everything that happened the week before and weed. <laughs> so it'll be fun. Um, we're going to do a similar type podcast. Um, and then we are also going to kind of turn it into like a video show too. But yeah. Um, 
we're testing the waters in the, the world of uh, podcast for this morning. And my idea is I can get a lot of hot naked girls on there too. So hopefully that'll be Now, does that access come from your friend that's in the industry or is that like, are those relationships that you've developed? Are these just like girls you went to school with or like where, where does that, that relationship come from? Oh, uh, no, I, I went to high school in the South. So I feel like, um, that, that wouldn't even be an option. And I've I have Facebook, and some of the girls that I went to high school with, I don't know that I'll put them on camera. <laughs> and I just lost a bunch of friends. Uh, um, but <laughs> I, uh, I developed a lot of these relationships with our uh, our friends, uh, like the investor that I mentioned before. He, he pointed me in the right direction, and then we've just cultivated them over the past two years. We we've fallen in love with some of these girls. Um, they're so awesome. And they introduced us to all of our friends. Nice. That's great. Seems like it works out well. It does. Absolutely. Where, what were you doing before all of this? Like you, well, you I, mentioned something about like uh, media relations or, or something like that. I thought. Uh, I, I own my own marketing firm. Marketing. Uh, yeah. Yeah, so um, I I also have a marketing agency, and I was doing that for about six months before uh, we started this. But for that, I worked for a large company that focused on um, like data driven analytics, uh, and yeah, that's that was it. And sales and marketing; um, those were kind of my wheelhouses before. And that's what, like, you studied all that in school, or, like, how did marketing... No, I, I don't have a college degree. I am... I I didn't think that spending that much money on um, school to come out, like, doing the same shit that I'm doing now. Right? Yeah. <laughs> I don't either, and I, I do kind of giggle at all of my friends that are, like, $60,000 in student debt, and, like, their jobs are pretty much the same. <laughs> Yeah, you're like shit, man. It sucks. sucks. But you know what? I always tell my um my I can't tell that story. I'm sorry. I was gonna say I, I basically the, the joke ends with I'll never really relapse into someone without a degree. <laughs> and I think that if you get a degree, I mean if you if, if you get a degree, you'll never you'll never be without one. So I guess that's a good thing, right? Yeah, I guess I. That's yeah. I, <laughs> a look, degree I, is I, different. I don't want to come out looking not like I'm pro education because I definitely. If you're going to go work at a bank, get a degree. Yeah, you gotta know how to run those numbers so that you can pull embezzling schemes off and not get caught. <laughs> hey, exactly. Oh, where's your passion for weed come from? Have you just been like a pothead your whole life or was it just kind of a, a recent thing when states started legalizing it or how did, how did that come about? I like, I've had a, like a fluctuating relationship with marijuana actually. Um, I got arrested in school when I was 12 or 13 I don't oh, know, wow. somewhere out there for having weed in school. Um, and then I, uh, I was maybe 14, maybe 14. That sounds better, right? Um, 14. <laughs> um, and then I, I took pot all throughout high school. And then I kind of like chilled out for a while. I started dating this guy, uh, and he 
smoked so much and didn't do anything. And uh, so I was paying all the bills. And so hated marijuana for a little while and then fell back in love with it after I got rid of him. And <laughs> then states started legalizing it. And it was kind of like, damn, we need to get in right now before this, before, you know, big major media comes yeah, before CNN's weed channel comes in with, <laughs> that's cool though. That's interesting that like you had that happen because we we talk about that a bit on this show that it's it's not the drug itself that like ruins people's lives. It's the consequences of the laws surrounding the drug that ruins people's lives. And you getting caught with it as a kid probably changed your course a little bit. I mean, it doesn't sound like you got rung through the system like some of these other people have when they were younger and, you know, but it's still like it affects you and it's, it's pretty terrible. Yeah, I, I completely agree. Um, I was talking with a friend recently about, like, if I can get pulled over with a blunt versus if, um, you know, a black friend gets pulled over with a blunt, like, the complete difference in the reactions that would happen. And I was talking about the fact that, I, you know, even then, I think I only got, like, in-school suspension. It had to do, like, 10 hours of community service. Oh, that's cool. So it wasn't, like, actual police involved. In- no, there were police involved. Like, oh. they're, like, I, I put, like, they, like, that's, that'd be, um, that's the epitome of a white privilege, I guess. That, like that's all I had to do, and I'm sure, like if it was anybody else that wasn't a, a little blonde girl, you know, from the suburbs, that I right. would, like, I would have gotten my ass handed to me. You probably would have gotten put in juvie for a minute. Right. <laughs> right. Uh, that's cool. I you said uh, in in uh, some article, I forget where I saw it, but uh, about like other women kind of giving you shit about this and, and like the whole you're objectifying or you're taking advantage. And like, I, I like what you say about that as far as like, this is, this is my shit. My shit doesn't affect you. This is the way I do things. And like, you see a lot of that and, and people do get kind of meek about that and get pushed around. And I like that you absolutely don't. You know, I've never been accused of being meek. Like, I would love to be. Like, if someone called me meek, I would be flattered. I was like, oh, really? Like, I, I shut the fuck up in, like, one moment. Like, I would, I behaved for a few seconds. Like, oh, that's good. That's good. That's Progress. <laughs> yeah. Like, I can't wait. Um, no, I've never, I've never been mistaken for someone that didn't have an opinion. Um, I, I, I enjoy... Um, I enjoy those arguments because they're so silly. It's so so small. Like, you know, I my I think it's my mentality. I think on on like just lives in general. It is not not just my feminism, but lives in general. Like you can do whatever you want. You can be as happy as you want. Like for example, Matt, I would never wear a yellow bandana, but you were rocking it and you look fancy in it. And like, congratulations, that's a you thing. You know what I mean? And it's just for me, like that's the same as your personal marijuana use, or for that aspect, mine, or my drinking, or in, you know, as long as I'm not fucking with you and I'm not like pulling that bandana off your head, wear it, own it. You know what I mean? And the thing that I think that way about feminism too. You know what? Like my feminism and your feminism can be totally different. But at the end of the day, the whole idea is that we're just like we just want equality. That's all we wanted. That's all like that's that's it. Like they just want to be equally represented, and they just want it. Like, I, and I hope that that's what other women want. Just because I do it with my tits out doesn't mean that I'm any less of a, a woman or any 
that I don't have any other right. You know, it's just, I don't know, I'm gonna get real passionate for a second. I, no, that's good though. That's you gotta talk about what you're passionate about for sure. And uh, yeah, I recently started this at a barter fair because I noticed I was getting a bald spot. I guess we get balder in our old age, so that does happen. I know I'm like kicking forties door down over here, just trying to cover it up. <laughs> Wait, hold on. Are you are you kicking down forty? Well, I'm thirty six, but I mean, four more years, yeah. <laughs> Holy shit! I would never, I would never call that. Shh, it's the weed. Don't tell anybody. It's your weed regimen. And that's going back to what you said about like having. I've known people like that that just smoke weed all day and like don't do shit. But I feel like those people, if there wasn't weed, like it would be something else, and they would do that all day and not do shit. Also, like there's just people that are are unmotivated, and I, I like that you didn't blame the weed on his non motivation. You know, it was like oh, yeah, oh. putting money on it. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. But yeah, uh, some people would walk away from that with like a bad <clears throat> taste in their mouth in regards to to cannabis, and, and you're like that. Yeah, going back to smoking now. Fuck y'all. <laughs> I I was recently talking to a friend who was uh, around when who I haven't seen, but uh, who was around when I was dating that guy, and she was like, she was like, uh, who would have thought that you after you kept bitching, like just just give up the weed, dude, give up the weed, like you don't have to spend the money on it, and then. At one point, he became a drug dealer, and he was so awful at that. Like it was like you can't even like you have to like, you have to stop smoking it for a while, buddy. Like you just gotta give it up. There's no way around it. You you gotta like <laughs> tolerance break. You gonna try yeah. selling it? You're just gonna get in way more problems than you are now. <laughs> yeah. Not everyone was... can sell weed. Yeah. Word to him though. He taught me a lot. Nice. <laughs> So do you guys go around and do like let me how long has the Naked Weed Report been around like in so in Na- the Naked Weed Report has been around since uh 2014 um and the first 16 episodes hopefully you cannot find anywhere so mm. yeah so they we sounds uh, like uh sounds like a contest <laughs> Yeah the first four months we tested out some stuff not going to lie um, and we, uh, we had, we didn't have the, the beautiful women that we have today. We had a lot of women on there, just not, not, not my beautiful, shining women that we have on today. Um, and we basically were, like, took all that down, had to kind of start over and we relaunched in the early months of 2015 and it's been around since then. Was that a like a personal thing, or were people being like, "Hey, this is awful. You should fix it." The idea is great, execution not so much, or was it just you guys watching it, being like, "We can't put this." Yeah, yeah. It was basically like, we, like uh, you know, one of the really awesome things about my team is that okay, so we're, we're pretty ragtag in the fact that like nobody's ever done any of the things that we're doing right now. They've never done them before. Like, I have people that, like, they showed up as, like, I don't know, like, one person was selling art in Key West, and now she's, she knows everything about uh, photo shoot production and uh, and PR. You know what I mean? Like, we're all That's figuring cool. this out together. Yeah. And we, uh, we, when we started this, like, none of my camera people knew what they were doing because they weren't videographers. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, they, the, my, the person that runs all of the content for Stone Media and, and 
really just manages to maybe I'm I'm just the man behind the curtain at this point. Um, she, Rebecca, by the way, hi Rebecca, if you're out there. Um, she is <laughs> uh, one. She's phenomenal. She's amazing. She's my life partner, and she also. I mean, she didn't know. Like, she was a bartender before this. You know, like she like. This wasn't like what she, now she can she can produce a commercial for you in like fifteen seconds. That's like, cool. You can never you can never do that stuff before the internet. I feel like like a lot of this right. this kind of thing would involve a whole radio studio, and now it's like you know you have a couple of computers and a mixer, and you can broadcast to anybody. I can relate with the first few episodes getting taken down thing. Like, there's there's a few podcasts from 2008 that I'm not super proud of that <laughs> should like, probably nope, go nope, away. Who I am. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's a learning process, though. It's just not everyone has to sit there and watch you learn, you know? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Do you go uh, to, like, weed conferences and, like, business expos? I've noticed there's starting to be a lot of those things now, and they're starting to get pretty big as far as, like, having, like, booth babes at extractor booths and everything, you know, that kind of stuff, like, uh, like old tech things would do. They'd have their booth babes to show you the new video game or something. Like, it's funny to see that transfer over into this. I was just curious if you guys ever, like, get hassled to come and do that sort of stuff. Okay, so I would never call it being hassled, but absolutely, we go to a lot of different events, and we typically bring our Stone Girls calendars with us. Um, and hey, so if you're listening out there and you have a brand, um, Stone Girls would be happy to bring their calendars and some hot girls to sign them um, at your booth. Not like <laughs> my not like my birthday party or something like yeah, that. Yeah, no, That's, no, we're not going to show up. I got to have party. a booth set up. Got it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, no, we. Uh, we do. We attend a lot. Um, you know, we recently attended a uh, really fun event with um, Social High uh, in San Francisco. We went to um, the Cannabis Business Expo. Oh, cool. Um, and we we had a booth for Stone Media Group, and then, you know, we had a lot of uh, partners that were out there. Um, one of the cool ones was W Apes, and like I mentioned before, um, Social High, which is the, like, online app that you can find uh, people to smoke with. And uh, super duper cool. Anyway, so. I've I've never even heard of that. So it's it's an app that you can just be like, I got some weed and I'm bored. Like, come hang out and smoke one, or what? It what is that? <laughs> it's um, it's uh, the Facebook of weed. I think is how they fill it. And if you guys are curious, go to stonegirls.com and look for social high on there. They've got some really cool stuff. Huh. Uh, I I like that. I would like. I would like it to be a little safer as far as weed laws first, because I feel like that would be a really good way to just start, like, busting people. (laughs) But I'm sure it's all vetted and everything, and where they're based at, it sounds like it's pretty legal as far as, you know, you're not going to get hassled for smoking weed with somebody in in San Francisco. Right, and you know what, I would think, uh, you know, to go to the extreme, there are people out there that are, like, the KKK has groups and social networks and stuff like that. And they, they too will, you know, I don't know. They'll, they'll, they'll be able to congregate whatever else. So. Yeah. It's a cool use of the technology though. I, I, I like the whole like weed maps, what they do and, and Leafly, uh, the Seattle company with all the weed database and everything. Like it's cool to see this technology applied to something that's been so demonized and may, you know, illegal up until this point that, 
there's there's a lot of shit to do still and a lot of stuff to learn there really is a lot more to do than like it like people i think there's a lot of people like i talk to people in the weirdest places they're like oh it's not legal yet it's not legal everywhere and I'm like, no, like when did you like were you smoking blood? like what yeah they like, live in bubbles and i'm kind of i start to do that here being like oh yeah it, it is illegal yeah. like, just one state over and then looking at what's happening in montana right now trying to get medical marijuana get, gotten rid of like they're trying to repeal it there so it's yeah. like one state's going backwards idaho has no medical and then washington's like yeah we're smoking and it's fine uh, yeah you forget that you, you live in live in our bubble for a while yeah uh it's i i really hope that uh 2016 brings a lot more uh change with the elections and who people vote for uh in regards to whose effort is pro-legalization yeah it's made a lot more people pay attention to it to like the politics especially at the smaller like local community level that these people never even gave a shit about it and now it's like oh this has to do with with medical marijuana well i'll go register to vote and then i'll go vote for that and like a lot of these places they're starting to have candidates actually come from this medical movement because they're like well no one's running to oppose the person that's trying to take away medical, so I might as well go run and see what happens. And it's cool to see these people getting elected to these seats to actually make some change, like at a local level. Hopefully that spreads. <laughs> I absolutely agree. I, um, I've been pretty bad about getting involved on a local level, and I have said to the local normal chapter that I will now become way more involved. Now it's recorded. Now you have to. <laughs> right? Uh, I've, said it, I've said it on multiple different forums that I will absolutely become more involved in my local politics. I Unfortunately, I live in North Carolina, and in North Carolina, it is um, and this is, I said, it is bad that I think this way, but I feel like it's more of a lost cause. I really do. Um, no, that's true. Know. Some states, it is because it's so ingrained and the people in charge are making so much money from it being illegal. Like, it is literally a lost cause. You have to move if that's something that's important to you. I here, Here's the thing is that I don't, I think that, like, my, North Carolina right now, they're trying to figure out who can go in what bathrooms. You know what I mean? Like, they, like they're doing dumb shit right now. So, like, 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 putting marijuana on their plates, like, when you can't even get them to, like, to not let guns be held in you know, like schools and stuff like that. Like I just, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. I, so they're in a race to see who can do the most ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. So unfortunately, I have a bit of apathy towards the local politics when it comes to really anything right now. Well, and corruption runs deep, and it's been around there for a long time. And it—I mean, what can you do, really, besides try and make a bunch of money to then give to the right lobbyists so that they go do what you want? Like, I don't even yeah. want to play their game, but you have to, to a certain extent. You could definitely just ignore all of it and live off the grid and be like one of those crazy, like preppers or something. But I don't know. It depends what your standard of of comfortable is. That's not. If you mine. had to live, off, if you had to live off the grid, what kind of uh, what kind of strain would you have to grow? Like, what what's the strain for you? Like weed strain? Yeah. Or just food? Oh, uh, I I would probably grow something that would grow well outdoor and like a bunch of it, <laughs> like fields of it, because I would need it to make rope and probably 
uh, a lot of like shirts and things to cover up with because I'm probably not going to Walmart at that point. Um, I would probably be juicing a lot of it because I heard that that makes you healthy. Uh, you can actually juice raw cannabis and and yeah, I saw that recently. Yeah, it's interesting that like a lot of people. It was first. It was all about the THC, right? Because that's psychoactive. So we want to get high and we want to get stoned. And and now people are all about that CBD because that was you know stopping seizures and stuff. And now you see people juicing is they're all about the THCA, which doesn't get you stoned, uh, but it has other you know health benefit benefits to it. So it, it's kind of cool how that that whole progression has happened yeah it is Do you it juice? is really cool um <laughs> but you didn't you didn't give me a strain what's uh, the strain that you live off of man i there's okay working where i work i've learned a lot about that sort of stuff and it turns out that a lot of these strains that people have are not actual strains they're just different phenotypes of other strains so when people ask like what strains and stuff i i i don't know because i don't know what strains i've been smoking i could tell you what they were labeled as but i can also tell you that some of them that are labeled the same thing look a lot different so it's it's hard to say i i am a fan of like the old school jack herrera strains i like dutch treat quite a bit um the diesels are okay i'm not a huge fan of those like sour diesels. What's up? So those, I feel like all of those were indica references. Oh yeah, well, see, that's the thing too. That I don't think this indica sativa thing matters. I think it matters as far as how the plants grow. But I think a lot of that is in people's heads. And when you smoke, I like you could do a blind taste test and take a sativa, a sativa, and a, and an indica. And have someone tell you beforehand the pretext of what these buds are, how they'll make you feel, and that will have like a bearing on your experience of smoking those. If someone's like, oh, this is a sativa and it's going to make you super anxious, like you're going to feel that. I don't know. I don't know if if I'm I'm there with you, Matt. I think... uh... I think there's a difference between indica and sativa. Every time I smoke an indica, I want to go to sleep. Every time I smoke a sativa... But now, is that because you've always been told that that's what they're supposed to be, or is it... You know what? I'll do a blind taste test with you. Okay. Nice. You need to come to Washington, because there's probably not a lot of choice of indicas and sativas there in North Carolina. (laughs) (laughs) That is correct. Um, I... (laughs) Next time I'm, I'm there, I'm going to crash the studio. Nice. I think a lot of it, what it is, is the different terpenes that are in the indicas and sativas, which the terpenes on top of like the cannabinoid content will give you certain effects depending on how your brain handles it. Everyone's different, obviously, so that's yeah. it's hard to really quantify that. But you can get indicas that have similar terpene profiles to sativas and you can get sativas that have the same terpene profiles as indicas and the effects like follow. So I I don't know. It would be interesting to see. And there are like some studies being done on that. It's still all speculation right now, but it does kind of seem to be going in the direction that a lot of it is in people's heads as far as what they should be feeling when they smoke. But I I might be. Okay, when when I we'll we'll revisit this because I may be wrong and and it's it's a good possibility, but I have a feeling that that's that's kind of how it how it is. 
It's the same as like when a lot of people that still like they always say that paranoia and all of that goes along with smoking. But I think it's just the laws that make people criminals and they're scared to go into jail that that paranoia comes from. And you see people smoking in these legal states. It's not as much of an issue. Same same strains or or what have you. No paranoia. So uh, I mean, I've, I've had paranoia. I've gotten high and had paranoia about like ice cream trucks not coming to my house anymore. Like <laughs> I don't. I don't like, that. like that's not the only kind of paranoia you get. Is just cops. Like there's some other real dire shit going on in the world. What like, what keeps you up at night? What what are you? What do you trip out about when you smoke? Like, what keeps you up at night? Like, what's your paranoia? You know what's one thing that is a reoccurring topic in my office is how scary space is. Space? Like that, that one is a, that one is a reoccurring like one. outer space? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. There's a ton of shit out there just waiting to kill you. Gamma exactly. ray bursts and solar flares and black hole. I mean, the, there's so many things. Yeah, and then deep water ocean, and then uh, what? What are some other ones? Uh, Basically, ocean. the great unknowns. It sounds like what's deep in the ocean, we we can't go there, so we don't know. And space, I mean, we know from probes, but we don't know. Yeah, no, space is pretty terrifying. And then string theory, like well, that's terrifying. I'm so terrified. Like we will jump from conversations about like that. Um, there's not enough vagina being shot in a certain thing. <laughs> and then from there, we'll hop over to, like, would you have sex with a clone, your your clone, like your personal clone? Mm. And then, If it was a chick, if my clone was, like, a female, then... Oh, sorry, I thought you were asking me. But no, 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 but yes, but you can't... Also, you can't make your clone a female. Oh, well, then why am I making a clone? Like, if I need a liver or something? No, you just have a clone. Like it's just. But like, for what? The, there had to have been a reason the clone was cloned. Am I sick and dying of something? Or you don't, to, you don't even have to think about that part of it. Oh. The, reason, the only question is, would you have sex with your clone? Oh, only if it was a chick. Like it can't be a chick, <laughs> Matt. Like it's not part of clones. It's not how clones. But I work. could. You could clone me and slip in a different Y chromosome there instead of a, an X or or whatever. And no, okay, I don't like this game. <laughs> <laughs> what what you extras into it like you, you it, would not it's into just it. a yes or no yeah so it's a yeah or no like, oh, then no then no most guys that i talked to have said that they would not have sex with their clones but you know i haven't asked any game men, so i bet I that think. might i think you might get different answers <laughs> yeah i i i've said that i would not have sex with no but if your clone was a dude of you, then would you? No, I mean, I'm one. Like, I would have sex with a girl, so that's not a problem. Just but, not you. Right. Like, I, would, I wouldn't have sex with me. I feel like it's incestual. I feel like there's something, like, there's, like... What if it was you, but two cousins over? <laughs> no. Does that no. remove... No, that doesn't work either. Okay. But, so that's, that's, that's the, like weird shit that happens in my office like that's what we talk about i want to see a video of someone being like oh i'm just running these string theory calculations it looks like the 13th dimension is oh can we get some more vagina in that shot please okay thanks try (laughs) like that sounds just 
so awesome. I, yeah, I want to work in an office like that. That's why we decided we were going to do Stone this morning. Because we just think that maybe people might find us a little bit funny. Yeah, that that's a cool idea for a show. I, I would like to just sit around on Monday mornings and talk shit about the week previous. And hell yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, It'll be fun. It'll definitely be fun. Do you have like a, a date coming out for that? Or is it still like ephemeral? Uh, unfortunately, I don't have a launch date yet. Uh, hopefully within the next 30 days, though. Oh, wow. So like soon. Cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we try and move fast. I mean, I did have it in my back pocket for the past uh, two years, but um, my my team gave me hell this week because I usually, I have a rule of, uh, like, if you have a project on your plate for three weeks, you've had it on your plate for too long, and you have no excuse. <laughs> uh-huh. like, there's no excuse for why in, in three weeks you shouldn't have been able to properly manage your time to get something done, you know? And so um, Rebecca, who I mentioned earlier in, I think one of our in between talking about clone fucking and um, string theory, she was like, I'd like to point out that you've had a project on your plate for almost two years now. (laughs) (laughs) Did she just like drop the mic and walk away? (laughs) (laughs) That's cool. Yeah, that's so. Hopefully, so this morning it'll be awesome. Nice. So, what are you smoking on? Just pretty much whatever you can get when you can get it, or I mean, there's no medical like or anything. Mm-hmm. In general, like, like, or tonight, or uh, let's say right now. I ate an edible. Oh. Yeah. Are you I a fan of edibles? Like over smoking uh, or? Oh, sorry, I didn't hear you. Are you a fan of edibles, like more than smoking, or just kind of either or? Nothing beats flour. Like nothing beats smoking flour. Um, but I like I I try and have edibles on hand just for like uh, discretion. <laughs> just um, in case. Yeah, I, I like, I enjoy edibles. Edibles are usually more of a relax form, like, or just, like, kind of chill out, veg out with the, you know. It's a different molecule. Like, when you smoke it, the THC goes into your brain. When you eat it, your liver and everything metabolizes it, and it turns the THC into 11-hydroxy-THC, which is more potent and a different molecule. So it's a different buzz and everything. I don't like yeah, eating no, it. <laughs> I'm not a fan yeah. of eating it. I love it. Um, I I enjoy it for like travel. Like it's it's good if you're like you know if I have to travel to a place where it's not legal, I can um, I can take a bunch of edibles on the plate. On the DL. Yeah. People um, and and I I'm definitely if you live in a state that's not down, like be careful. But I I've heard that people are doing that with like vape pens and and uh, extracts, taking them and smoking them that way and traveling because there's no smell or or taste or anything to them uh if if they're made right yeah it's it's becoming kind of cool it's like a spy thing almost (laughs) like and here's my weed in a cartridge that i will now smoke (laughs) i travel with concentrates as well i um stupidly (laughs) i've been drinking allegedly Um, yeah i've been drinking and i decided that i've like i would prefer to smoke and so I hit a big pin while I was on a plane. Once. And that was a Actually hit it? And like, damn, that's... 
Yeah. I've done it in movie theaters. I was too scared to do it on a plane, though. That's like, I I don't know. I feel like I could get kicked out of a movie theater and be like, whatever. But when you're on a plane, I think they might take a little more offense. Yeah, I don't know. I was just like, fuck it, I do what I want. I do what I want. (laughs) Fuck (laughs) y'all. On that... On that same trip, I um, I got kicked out of a rave with a pin, and yeah, I I kicked out of a lot of places because of that pin, actually. See, I would like I would like a podcast, maybe about ten minutes long, once a week, called "Places I've Been Kicked Out of," and it's yeah. you talking about places you've been kicked out of. There you go. It's definitely a couple. I've been kicked out, I got kicked out of a bar once, and. I got kicked. This is this is how my business partner describes it. Bree got so she got kicked out of the bar so hard that the other bars around, like we walked to other bars, and they were like, "You are allowed in because we know you got kicked out." Of the bar. Uh, that's bad when they like they know. <laughs> I'm. Um, what happened? <laughs> I I couldn't. I couldn't recall. Okay. Fair enough. I don't remember exactly. Um, I do know I offended a very uh, tall woman. Mm. Inquiring as to how the weather was up there? (laughs) (laughs) No, no. no. My humor isn't that cheap. I think I I was just being rude and drunk. That that happens. I'd like to. I'd like to say to all of the people listening, I have. Um, I've taken a step back from my alcohol, and <laughs> I do a lot more smoking now. So, and in eating edibles too. Like, try not to try not to get kicked out of public places constantly, unless it's for marijuana. That's right. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. You could totally like have you and then a guest and one up each other on places you've been kicked out of and then have the audience vote. <laughs> I, uh, I feel like, I feel like I, I do have a couple epic party girl stories. I definitely I've, I've I think I've hung up my um sparkly heels, but maybe not. Hung up the party girl dress for for yeah, the time being. Yeah. I've hung up my sequins for now. <laughs> that's awesome well stonegirls.com is a pretty sweet site so everyone should definitely go check it out and we'll definitely have to get you back when you start your other show and hopefully we can get the mic fixed i'll try and clean up the audio as best i can it should be okay all right cool hell yeah nakedweedreport.com and what's the uh, stone media group stonemediagroup.com that has all of our websites and all of our social media that's awesome. And we'll, we'll have links to all that stuff in the show notes at hotboxpodcast.com. These guys are on Twitter and Instagram and like pretty much everywhere I looked to like kind of see what was up, they were there. So you can find... Oh, oh, oh yeah. We definitely are. We're all over the place. Um, you can follow me personally too at um, on Twitter at Bree2D2. The second two is spelled T-O-O. Bree2D2. Mm-hmm. Yeah, trying to trying to figure out what that reference is into. Two D. Uh, it's a it's uh, a string theory it's thing. It's dimension, right? Two dimensions. Yeah, yeah. No, it's because of how scary space is. That's right, you guys. Space really scary. It is. It's terrifying. Think about it. It's weird. Don't think about it. Don't get high. Think about it. Don't now I'm it. scared. 
Are you? Are, are you? I. I. I got. I got. Is this like more of a meteor thing happening, or just space in general? Was like, it the movie Gravity? Like, think about how vast space is. Like, well, how, yeah, it's it's infinite. Ridiculously large it is, and then think about the fact that in like like some perfect moment came together and made you right. Well, then, I wouldn't call that perfect, but yeah, you know what I mean. Um, <laughs> yeah, there's something serendipitous about it. Um, but then there's there's somewhere out in the universe there is something else out there that was also created that like just had its serendipitous moment, right? And then now you have weird, creepy aliens that are going to kill Will Smith. Would it? Like, would it be more well, creepy? Happen next? <laughs> you don't. That's true. That's what's kind of exciting about it. But would it? Would it be more creepy if we were the only ones? Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. More lonely, at least. <laughs> Yeah, I think I think I would be sad if there was definitive proof that we were we were it in the universe. I don't think that's anything that could ever be definitively proven. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Like, okay, that's and that's it. So I'm happy about this. Because <laughs> space is so big, you guys. <laughs> it's terrifying. It's terrifying. Also, that and alligators. Alligators are terrifying. Alligators don't fuck around. You will be like looking for a golf ball, and there goes your hand. Exactly. Those things are terrifying. Just think about the fact that like those are those are dinosaurs. Those dinosaurs like walk amongst us. They've been killing for a really long time. They're yeah. really good at yeah. it. This has nothing to do with, this has absolutely nothing to do with marijuana. This is just pure. No, like, but I'm stoned and I like the fact that alligators just don't give a fuck. <laughs> they roll around in the water, like just checking shit out. They're like, Sup hippo, sup dirt, and like they don't care. And then something comes along and they're they're like, I think I'm gonna eat that and then they fucking do, because they don't give a fuck. It's alligators. I, uh, I'm, I'm terrified of alligators. Completely, completely terrified. We should legalize weed and illegalize alligators. I agree with that. I'm a card-carrying member of PETA. Also, I just got a sports center update, just so you guys know. Oh, um, shit. I, Who's winning? <laughs> huh? Who's winning? I don't know. Let's see. Oh. <laughs> I, I don't watch baseball very often, but... uh, giant, The Giants made a really awesome play. Nice. And I don't... I don't give a shit because I'm a Dodgers fan, so I don't know why I got Fuck that. Fuck them. Fuck them. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we should wrap this up. But thank you again, Bree. It's been awesome. And, uh, yeah, Stone Girls, Naked Weed Report, Stone Media Group. Check it out online. Hotboxpodcast.com. Check us out. We're on Google Play now. They have a podcast section. Hotbox is in there, so you can subscribe there. Uh, we're on Stitcher. And, of course, Hangouts. Check out the live show and watch Bree be afraid of space. And it's vastness. <laughs> All right, guys, girls, thanks for listening. If you like, you we, like we, this, we, is where, this is where where you need to be. be. If you like weed, this is where you need to be. Thank you for listening to the Hot Box Podcast. Thank you for listening to the Hot Box Podcast. Thank you for listening to the Hot Box Podcast.